So I've been patronized and I don't like it. And so as soon as I receive the email informing me that my case has been settled, I can go back to work, I will get my full pay and benefits, I sent an email back to the crew. Remember, my president, Formal A, all the regional people, whoever else has gotten on this email. And I'm pretty direct and forward. It says, what about Win Wright? How long are you going to let him absorb the pain of this completely unjustifiable treatment? What about the other two union stewards on emergency placement that I know about? How many union stewards are on emergency placement? Still no word from our spineless leaders at regional exclamation point. Ralph Kuhlman, Wallingford Station, union steward. At this point, I'm feeling like I've run out of options. The only thing I can do now is try to poke the sleeping bear in the nose until they wake up from their long hibernation. They wake up and they realize what is going on. In less than 15 minutes, I finally get a response from our national business agent in our region. And the response is this. The regional office has assisted the branch anytime it has been requested. We do not process grievances. We arbitrate cases and assist branches when needed. Sent from my iPhone. Needless to say, that two-sentence reply from our national business agent raised a lot of questions. So I went back and sent another email to the entire group, and this is what I had to say. Hey, national business agent, so how exactly are you assisting Branch 79 with the weaponization of Article 16.7? It seems all that was done was throw me back to the wolves with me completely exposed. I've been 16 7 five times and held out of work and my union steward duties over a month each time. You've done absolutely nothing to protect me. I can walk into the door on Monday and request my rights as a union steward and I can be shown the door immediately on another emergency placement under the conditions of this agreement. Other union stewards at Branch 79 are getting the same treatment. It's great that you, quote-unquote, assist the branch anytime it has been requested. I guess none of your duties involve actually answering the important questions raised by actual carriers. Here they are again. What about when right? How long are you going to let him absorb the pain of this completely unjustifiable treatment? What about the other two union stewards on EP that I know about? How many union stewards are on EP? Ralph Kuhlman, union steward, Wallingford Station.
Now, I know I can sound like a guy this person doesn't want to go out and have a beer with. I totally understand that. But I have to be able to hammer home the two most important parts. Unprotected and unrepresented. Those are the things that need to be addressed. And they're not going to be addressed by me, Ralph Kuhlman, Union Steward at Wallingford Station, when everybody above me is saying, just grieve it, go home, and wait as long as management decides. And... We'll see what we can do about representing people. That's the issue. That's what's going on here. That's what we are losing. It's not me bitching enough so that I get my case resolved 54, 55 days later, and then I can fight for weeks to get my actual pay. That is not enough. We are a union. We are supposed to be protecting each other. We are not doing that in this case, and that has got to be addressed if we're going to be successful in any way. So on the third day, I poked the bear enough to get his attention, and he replied, to my rather direct email. This is what he wrote. Ralph, I don't know anything about this situation except of the 116.7 I was amazed aware of yesterday by Kevin concerning Win Wright. I immediately called the DM, district manager, and he said he would take care of it and... My understanding is he did, and the Winwright will be going back to work. This was a clear abuse of the emergency placement procedure, and I believe the district manager agreed. Brant79 does a great job representing their members and rarely reach out for, to me for assistance. They also do not keep me informed of the daily issues since they are in complete control of the situation. I believe your 16.7 was resolved by the branch this morning, sent from my iPhone. Whoa, 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 hold on there, horse, wait a minute. You talk to the DM, and the DM agreed with you that he believed this was a clear abuse of emergency placement. And that's it. You just said, oh yeah, I guess that's wrong. Your job is then to get to some understanding on how this abuse stops. That's your job. That's what we've been begging for. That's what we want you to do. Stop it. If you're sitting down, you're looking at this case, and you're both agreeing, this was wrong, this is an abuse, stop 
that abuse. That's what you are elected for. That's what you're paid for. That is protecting your carriers, my carriers, the ones who have to figure out how to pay their rent while this abuse goes on. And here's, let me, I got to read this again, actually. I immediately called the district manager and he said he would take care of it. And my understanding is he did. And Winwright will be going back to work. All right, let's just slow down here a minute. You got an agreement. You, you're saying to me, Winwright is going back to work. You know the only person who hasn't told me that Winwright is going back to work? Is Winwright. If you have an agreement that is affecting this person's livelihood, you have responsibilities. You, you have a responsibility to make sure that person is back at work. If I were in your office, I'd call that person directly and inform him when I knew that was happening. Not when somebody told me they were going to fix it or it was going to be it was going to be fixed. That's your job. That's what you should be doing. That's what you need to do to protect that carrier. You shouldn't have to have somebody yelling and screaming at you. You shouldn't be sending this kind of stuff. And I absolutely love the I believe your 16.7 was resolved by the branch this morning. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your assistance. Remember, this isn't my first time around the block. It's actually my fifth. And in March, when I went through this process and was out for almost six weeks, I was in correspondence with my regional office. And I sent a long email during what was happening me what I felt was seeking some assistance in coming up with a solution to what was going on. So this is seven months ago. This is what I wrote in an email to my regional office. Any expression of dissatisfaction with Wallingford Station management's actions can result in removal of the union steward on an Article 16.7 for emergency placement. Again, as a good keeper of the contract, I can grieve that, that decision, and I have. Of course, manager, he who must not be named, feels no obligation to participate in my grievance investigation. In fact, he can refuse to let me conduct that grievance investigation, and he has refused to answer any questions concerning the emergency placement. Again, I can grieve this non-participation, but the end result is that I sit indefinitely at home in an unpaid status. Eventually, 
perhaps three or four months, those grievances will be settled. And I believe Branch 79 will, quote unquote, win those grievances. Of course, Wallingford Station Management has the ability to immediately decide that they will not follow their agreement. They could immediately kick me out of the office. They could immediately tell me I need to conduct all my union steward work outside on the loading dock. I, as a good keeper of the contract, should start working at the loading dock and start the grievance process all over again. This vicious cycle of agreement, contractual obligations, and orders in violation of an agreement can go on in an infinite cycle of union busting and retaliation without any process to stop the insane cycle. A month later, after the grievance was resolved in my favor, Wallingford Management did nothing, and this is what I had to write to my regional team. Here are the facts as they stand right now. One, the grievance case number was settled on Friday, April 7th, 2023. The settlement with an immediate remove and expunge. In addition, USPS is to make me whole with payment of all lost wages. Two, to date, April 14th, 2023, one week later, I have received absolutely no communication from Wallingford Station Management. Three, on Tuesday, April 11th, 2023, I submitted all relevant documents to my union steward and requested that he submit an immediate grievance on a reneg of the case. Four, I believe that reneg grievance has been submitted, but I have not received the documentation. Five, it has been almost five weeks since I was placed on a bogus Article 16.7 emergency placement. Six, it has been one week since this grievance was settled at Formal A. Seven, I have not received any payment for almost five weeks, and I have no expectation to receive any pay for a minimum of two to three weeks more. Of course, withholding of my pay could also go on indefinitely. Eight, I have a mortgage payment and a daughter at the University of Washington. Those are real expenses that I've been juggling during this Mexican standoff. At some point, this abuse of power will create real financial difficulty for my family. And nine, I believe that the withholding of my pay is by design by the manager. It is abusive harassment, and a violent act against me and my family. Those are the facts. Another seems to be no, nothing that the national business agent or my branch seems to care about is those facts. Everybody has made it clear that I have the grievance process as my sole tool for resolutions. Those are the words. Those are the critical words I think we all need to start addressing. I have the grievance process as my sole tool for resolutions. Monday, I will walk 
back onto the workplace floor. After 60 days of having my livelihood withheld, holding an agreement in my hand <coughs> that says, Welcome back to work. We can do this again anytime we want. And uh, I reach into my tool bag and I have one tool, one tool only, the grievance process. That grievance process does not always resolve issues, especially the important ones on our work floors. It's time. It is time to pull out of this rabbit hole and start a whole set of strategies on how we are going to resolve issues like this. This is union busting. You do not grieve your way out of union busting. You have to be organized. You have to be planned. You have to be strategic. You have to hit many, many, many fronts. And we are not doing that. All right. It's been a fairly long swing. It's time to step away. Tomorrow off and I will be walking back onto that floor on Monday. I will be getting back to you shortly. Well, that concludes today's episode. I'm Ralph Kuhlman and I'm a union steward at Wallingford Station in Seattle. I'd like to thank all the clowns that made this podcast necessary. The stellar management staff at Wallingford Station, the incomprehensible team at the Seattle Postmaster's office, ordering brutal commands in an effort to enforce the metric of the day through the entire city and beyond. And finally, everybody at upper management at USPS. Your identification of the metric of the day makes all of this insanity possible. (music) 